Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, he blew up in the 15-16 age group just this past fall. He is now the uh, number one time in the 200 fly and the 100 fly for the class of 2023. He broke Luca Orlando's 15-16 nag in the 100 fly at 45-59. He dropped a 142-39 both these times at uh, Junior Nationals in Austin just this past winter. Today, we have the pleasure of sitting down with Ilya Karun. Ilya, how's it going, man? Uh, hello, it's, it's nice. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Did I say that right? Karun? Is that how you yeah. say your last name? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to sit down and chat with you for a little bit today. Um, first off, most recently, you just committed to Arizona State. Uh, can you take me through a bit of the recruiting process for you and what that looked like? Especially, are you a junior this year? Yes. Yes, I am a junior. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, of course, uh, first of all, I talked to coach Herbie, which is I'm pretty sure the assistant coach of ASU. And, uh, we kind of just talked and then, uh, like before juniors, he was just like, yeah, uh, here's like how it's going to be and stuff like how ASU is going to be like the first offer, I guess. And then, um, and then after juniors, actually coach Bob texted me and he was like, yeah, can we like, um, can I do like a home visit to like ch- check out your practice and stuff? And then, um, and then, yeah, he just, he just uh, visited us here, talked to my parents and stuff. And then he kind of just kind of made the final thing. And I said, sure, I'll, I'll commit. <laughs> uh, d- d- have you gotten to see any campuses at all uh, in their recruiting process? Yes. Yes, I did. Well, uh, I saw the Indiana campus and uh, the Harvard campus. I have not seen the ASU campus, but that'll be like uh, later. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, so let's back it up a little bit more. You mentioned junior nationals. Um, again, 45-5 in the 100 fly, 142-3 in the 200 fly. Going into that meet, what did your expectations look like out of your races? Um, honestly, I, I was actually pretty surprised when I got the nag, uh, when I got, yeah, when the, the hundred fly, because it was just like unexpected. Like I was of course, try, uh, like striving for that time, but, um, yeah, it was like kind of unexpected. The two fly, of course, uh, yeah, I was like hoping big hopes for the two fly as well, but I was just like, I was just trying my best the whole meet to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> so did you have pretty lofty goals in the flies, you know, maybe not that nag, but did you think you could be around those times in Austin? Uh, yeah, definitely. With, with the way like our trainings are going, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I was like, I I was striving for those times. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we, we wrote an article, you've dropped 14 sec, 14 and a half seconds, then 200 fly this year. Um, you're now number, and, and you're only number four in the 15, 16 age group, which is, yeah. which is kind of insane, but you started out training with the sandpipers as a child. You went to another team spring of 2019. You came back to sandpipers. 
Uh, take me through that reemergence with, with you and the Sandpipers. Um, when you came back in the spring of 2019, I'm guessing you were uh, 13, 14, somewhere in there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, like 13, like uh, beginning to be 14, actually, at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so, well, yeah. So first there was like the, we left Sandpipers, uh, like for like, I don't know, like some reasons I actually don't remember. But yeah, so I had like the, uh, I trained a little bit with the other team. And then uh, it wasn't like, it wasn't uh, fully like uh, working, I guess I should say, I don't know. But uh, yeah, then we came back. And of course, uh, I actually talked to uh, one of my previous coaches, Coach uh, Chris. And uh, he kind of talked us in getting back into Sandpipers. And of course, I started with um, Coach Dwight. And then uh, slowly kind of went up the ranks, like uh, two years with Dwight. And then I joined the national group, of course, with uh, Coach Michael. And then uh, I spent like, uh, I think, uh, half a year with him or a year with him. And then, of course, I'm now with uh, Coach Ron training. What, so the na- if, if Michael is the national group, what is Coach Ron? Well, he's, he's also a national group. I okay. mean, they're, they're both nationals. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I was like, is there like a super national group or something? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. um, so can you take me through each of those coaches and just talk a little bit about what the training was like in that group and what you feel like you gained from each progression of the, of the Sandpipers groups? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I entered with coach Dwight. Coach Dwight, he mostly trained. Uh, honestly, yeah, I was like, it was like most of the time it was distance free, but of course, other times it was like I am and stuff. He 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 usually trained all strokes, and of course his uh, what he's like usually famous for is like his uh his uh pretty like hard dry land, but it was a uh, like of course it was like acceptable, but yeah, it was like a really good dry land, and then um, after that it was uh, of course Coach Michael. Coach Michael literally trains everything. He trains his, he trains all the strokes. And uh, mornings, we actually, when I was with Michael, mornings I would have with actually Coach Ron, like it was a combined practice usually. And then, of course, like um, after those practices, we, we um, uh, then like I moved up to, to Coach Ron's group, which is just mostly a lot of yardage of like anything, basically. <laughs> Mm-hmm. uh how so just a lot of yardage in ron's group uh yeah. do, do you feel like the environment in ron's group is pretty significantly different from the other groups in terms of i mean I, you know from the outside i'm just thinking you're training in ron's group you're training with olympians like multiple mm-hmm. olympians right and and i'm sure that's just the top of the iceberg um, what, what is it like training in that group and, and how have you gotten, have you adapted to it since, since moving up? So, uh, with training with, yeah, Ron's group is of course, like it's, it's different. Cause like, uh, it's, it's actually way faster. Cause of course, like there's multiple people who need to be on those like higher send-offs for, for our times. Um, but honestly, I adapted pretty good because I was kind of going up to their speed. So I, once I got into the group, I kind of like, like I knew like how hard it was going to be and stuff, but yeah, it was, it's, it's, it was nice. Yeah. Uh, 
So when you moved up to Ron's group, did you kind of know that butterfly was more of your stroke? Is butterfly your favorite stroke? Yes. Okay. Did you kind of know, did you, were you swimming just every event? Were you swimming distance events? Cause I also saw your distance times are, are very formidable, you know, 500 free, 200 free mile. Um, so were you focusing as much on the butterfly or did that happen kind of once you moved into Ron's group? So no, actually, uh, my butterfly was, uh, through all the groups. That was my best stroke. That's what I always usually worked for. Once I got into Ron's group, I, yeah, I'm still focusing on fly, but, um, he usually like, uh, actually wants me to swim like more of the distance races, of course, because like we do a lot of uh, distance free. So it's, it's mostly on that. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's fine. I mean, uh, the variety, the variety of, uh, the events is pretty good. So, I mean, it's fine, but yeah, like I would, of course I, I would like more fly, <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So again, take me through this 14 and a half second drop in the tuner fly over the course of a year. Obviously I, I, I feel like that might begin a little bit earlier. Let's start with COVID. Um, you know, this shutdown in 2020, how were you able to stay in shape um, and, and stay active during that time? Or were you, did you just sit on the couch and eat potato chips? <laughs> no. So of course, like, uh, like other people during the pandemic, of course, um, I tried to like get around a little bit, maybe cause like uh, at first we actually like, I think before it was like a whole pandemic, um, like somewhere around in February, like before the pool shut down, I, like, of course, I swam a little bit. Our practices were canceled, but I swam a little bit. But then when like the pool shut down, I guess like we just did like uh, like a little bit of dry land ba- uh, here at home. And um, just, yeah, just what what, any, what anyone else would do uh, in the pandemic to, to like uh, to keep it going. Mm-hmm. So then this year you came in with a 156 is that right 157 so somewhere around that yeah um which for a 15 year old kid i mean that's pretty solid right like that's not that's a good time yeah yeah Uh, and the tuner fly um yeah not trying to say like what were you doing yeah but but uh you know take me through your year because it's not like this just happened all at once right you i i know it in october meet it's some halloween meet you went 145. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, th- this was definitely progressional, but how did, how did that play out for you? Uh, just in your butterfly in general. So, uh, I pretty much like what any person would do just, uh, like who wants to get faster every single meet. So yeah, of course, at the beginning of the year, uh, I went like a 156, of course. And then it was actually in Florida, the, the game meet, we, I went like my first under 50, under 150. Okay. And then, yeah. And then I'm pretty sure, yeah, I guess a couple months after that. Yeah. It was the October one, uh, which was, yeah, which I went 145. And then this final one um, at uh, the junior nationals where I went 142. So, <laughs> so that's still kind of like big jumps, right? I mean, and again, yeah. like, like you said, you want to get faster every meet and I'm assuming these were like kind of more focused meets for you um, yeah. throughout the way, but did you, every meet, you know, every, like you said, every swimmer wants to get better. 
but, but, but through the training, were you seeing like, okay, yeah, I have a really good idea that I'm going to be better every meet because of X work that I'm putting in now. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, yes and no. Well, yes, uh, because like, of course, like, yeah, we like train and stuff and like the, the pace work and stuff. No, because like, I usually honestly just always go those times, but I just uh, kind of just get faster into it. But yeah, I, from our, tra our training is pretty hard. So, I mean, I was kind of hoping, hoping for it at least. <laughs> mm -hmm. When you say you, you always go those times, like you were, you were hitting those paces in practice, but not necessarily going that pace it meets is that what you mean yeah mm -hmm. okay um and then, uh, yeah go go ahead sorry oh okay sorry yeah because uh no because like paces like like oh like it's a 50 and then stop but like during the two fly it's like completely different <laughs> <laughs> so this year you kind of you were kind of able to put those paces together i'm guessing mm -hmm. yeah do you feel like you learned <clears throat> do you feel like you were really able to put together race strategy or learned how to race a lot more this year uh yes because um my uh, my coaches like each coach coach michael coach ron coach dwight they told kind of told me all the tactics kind of on how to improve the two fly and how to go faster so i mean yeah okay so so back to coach ron's group um how many how many athletes are there in the water every day uh around 12 to 13 i'm pretty sure okay so yeah. kind of a smaller group yeah uh and and would you say it's pretty competitive in the practice uh, it, it's it's definitely competitive yeah we we of course like hype each other up but um yeah it's it's pretty competitive everyone everyone like wants to win and, and stuff it's it's pretty competitive group what would you say uh, one of the best kinds of sets you are at? Like if, if, if we do this kind of set, you're like, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I can like, yeah, I think I can win a, a lot mm -hmm. of touches. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, like uh, it's honestly any, any event except, except like the backstrokes and cause I'm not like perfectly good at that. But um, I would say maybe that all oh, that I am sets, like we do, like uh like a lot of like 200 and 400 am sets so i would say that and um like of course the fly sets mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh what do you think when uh when you do a more distance oriented set you know and i'm thinking especially if you're going up against katie grimes and bella sims um uh i definitely have a uh guarantee but uh we also have this swimmer of course you know bryce uh bryce b the the who, who's really good at the mile so yeah he, like he he's mostly my my competition in it i mean of course katie and bella are, are up there but it, it's honestly mostly uh bryce because like he's like usually my speed during distance events makes sense <laughs> yeah uh either way sounds like a very fun practice environment uh, do, do you guys participate in Christmas training? You know, does Ron really drop the hammer on you for any time in the last few weeks? Um, uh, we kind of, we kind of slowed down a bit, but, um, but we usually, if, if there is like a hard day, we usually like do like pretty well as a group. Yeah. Is, has there been a practice lately in the last few weeks that stood out to you at all? Like, uh, literally two days ago, I guess, uh, on Wednesday or three days ago, 
um, we did a 60 100 freestyle <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. So let's dive into yeah. that one a little bit. Uh, short course, long course. Yeah, it was short course. Yeah. Short course. Uh, what were they on? Uh, so it was your choice, but, uh, like your choice of send off. Mm-hmm. So me and, uh, Bryce, we, we went on uh one Oh two. Yeah. 60, one hundreds on one Oh two. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, I mean, I guess the goal is just to make all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was mainly the goal. <laughs> so take me through it. You know, what, what were you holding and, and were there points where you did really good or were there points where you got kind of low? What, what was the set like for you? So, well, at the beginning, of course, my, my, uh, kind of my lats started to hurt a bit, but honestly, it was just, uh, mostly trying to me, me and Bryce were just trying to neck and neck the whole time. And, um, we were mostly holding like minute and one ones the whole time, just ba- like kind of barely making that. We weren't trying to go like, like, Oh, 55 the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you, did you pop a fast one on, on the last one on number 60? Uh, I wish, but no, I was just like, it's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I would think after that many, you just kind of be like, let's just finish this up and call yeah. it a day. Yeah. Uh, so 6100s on 102. I've never heard that one before, uh, but it, it sounds kind of fun. So uh, normally, are you someone who really emphasizes underwaters? Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I usually want to train on my underwaters more because uh, they're one of my, of course, one of my techniques when I swim. But yeah, on, on freestyle, we'll start with that. How many underwaters do you, t- you know, if you're doing pace work for a 200 freestyle, um, what, what's oh, your kick count? That's usually actually a little, like maybe, maybe two, I usually mm-hmm. don't, uh, usually do underwaters on freestyle. Cause it's mostly just all sprint. It's mostly mm-hmm. on fly that I usually do like underwaters. Okay. So yeah. Tell me about fly. What's, what's your kick count for the 200? Um, I would say, I don't know, like maybe around like four or three, something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like whatever, whatever like is good for me during my, during my race. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in practice, are you someone who is a kicker? Are you a puller? Do you have a, do you have a specialty? Um, mo- I'm mostly a kicker. Pulling, okay. pulling the, uh, page quad is pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you know your fat, do you know your best times for kick your, your 50 or your hundred? Um, I think the fastest 53 I kicked, uh, in the, oh, like the, yeah. Um, it was actually in Michael's group. We did that. And, uh, I went a, I think 27, 53 short course. Okay. Kick, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's legit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not too many 50 fast kicks in Ron's group. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't really kick well, that, that much. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, let's take it back a little, a little more. Obviously you've had this, you know, breakout year where you've really come onto our radars. Um, but before, as we mentioned, you're at Sandpipers. Now you're at another club. You were at Sandpipers as a child. Uh, when did you get into swimming? Around, um, around five years old, I think. I think like four is when we entered like this like stroke school or something. 
but five is when I, I think got into sandpipers. Okay. That's mm-hmm. so you're, it's a, it's a lifelong thing for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did you immediately kind of take on to swimming? You, you know, were you into it from day one? Were you playing other sports as a child as well? Um, I think, yeah, it was from day one, of course. Um, I think at age, like maybe nine to 10 or something like that, I actually like literally did like, I think one season of just like soccer, but that was like, just because like, just to try it out, but mm-hmm. I, it was mostly swimming the whole time. Okay. Do your, do your parents swim or do you have other siblings that swim? So no, I'm actually the only swimmer in the family and my family are, they do, they do acrobatics. Okay yeah gotcha so yeah how did you become the the black sheep in in the pool um kind of just training every day of course (laughs) that's that's really that's the only way i guess (laughs) was was there a reason that your parents put you in swimming uh and then but you didn't go into acrobatics so i think i do remember when i was like little um we did go to like this like for like gymnastics or something but um, I don't know. I was like already pretty athletic for, for my age. So I could, we kind of, I think, yeah, we just tried that. And then my mom put me at swimming and then she thought that was the right choice because I was like pretty, pretty good at stuff. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I do. I have a brother and a sister. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're the lone swimmer though. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, after having the year that you've had, not only changing groups, you've gone, you know, massive best times. Uh, have you talked to Ron, your other coaches, your maybe even your other teammates about kind of how you restructure your goals or restructure what you're doing in practice or how, how what the road ahead looks like for you? Um. No, not really. But sometimes like uh, when I was in Michael's group, we actually would do like these kind of goal meetings and stuff to see like where I am or what I want to do. Uh, I haven't actually done that with Ron yet, but in the in the future, yeah, we but yeah, like usually at this group, we usually sometimes have these like meetings, like maybe I think once a month or once every couple of months just to see like where you're at and like what do you want to do and stuff. Did, did you feel a major change or a shift after that junior national performance where you, you know, broke that nag and, and went 142? I mean, did you feel like a different swimmer or were you just like, yeah, this is, this is good. This is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. The second one, definitely just, yeah. Like I, of course, like there wasn't no, like, Oh, I just beat the world record and stuff. No, like, yeah, I just, yeah. Just like, uh, um, just go straight into like the, like move on into the next thing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what do what do the next few months look like for you? Uh, and just in terms of competitions and training. So of course, yeah, we're going to be training every day, but um, we actually have a competition next week in La, La Mirada because uh, Knoxville was canceled sadly, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then um, I think we have, competition oh yeah i think we have like open water in april i'm pretty sure again and um i think we're gonna have like a a a training trip maybe possibly i'm pretty sure but yeah that's i think pretty much it that's all i know of yeah i i forgot that 
the Sandpipers were such a, a big open water team. What do you yeah. think of open water? I think it's great. Um, of course, like uh, I actually don't really want to do it a lot, but I mean, uh, I don't really have a choice a bit, but I have like really no opinion. I mean, open water, if, if he wants me to do it, I'll do it. You know, it's really not a big deal. Do you, every time I'm in open water, I get freaked out because I can't see the bottom. <laughs> And I think something's going to like come bite me or something. Do you, are you comfortable in open water? I actually used to have kind of that fear, at least that our Lake Mead is like, you can't see at all. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like a little bit terrified, but uh, I, I know that there's like someone around me. So I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of not like, I, I got comfortable with it. Okay. You, you've just done it so much at this point that, <laughs> that yeah. uh, you're used to it. <laughs> Well, cool. Um, well, Ilya, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us. Uh, any parting thoughts before we sign off today? Um, not really, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, thank you. Thank you for having me, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.